overcoming sin. We gave a memory verse. Who can remember the memory verse? Please, if you remember, just say it sharp, sharp. Romans 14. Thank you. What does it say? Romans 6 14. What does it say? Sin shall not have dominion over you. Sin shall not have dominion over me in Jesus' name. Today, we are making progress. We are going to talk about overcoming temptations. Overcoming temptations. In the first place, let us read the word of God. Let's read Genesis chapter 22, verse 1. Genesis 22, verse 1. It says, And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. Verse 2 says, And he said, Take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell thee of. Of importance is verse 1. That God did tempt Abraham. Somebody reading it back for the first time, that might surprise. So God does tempt people? <laughs> well, we're going to see now that temptation as a word can mean two things. One, temptation, generally understood, is a sort of trial, a sort of inducement, a sort of enticement to sin. And who is the author of temptation? Generally speaking, the devil, Satan, our enemy, is the one who tempts man. He's the one who tempts man to commit sin. So that type of temptation is what we is generally known as an inducement to sin. But the other temptation that we read in Genesis 22 verse 1 actually comes from a Greek word, perasmus. P-E-I-R-O-A-S-M-O-S, perasmus. In other words, this one is not an inducement to say, but it stands for the word trial. It stands for tribulations and such like. So what God did there is that he tested Abraham. He tried Abraham. He put Abraham to test. Did Abraham fail? He did not fail. He passed the test. Amen. Yeah. When you two are tempted by God in that sense, may you always be victorious in Jesus' name. Yeah. When God allows trials, tribulations to come your way, may you never succumb but overcome in Jesus' name. Yeah. That's the much I want to talk about Perasmus. 
That is the other one where God tests people. But maybe as an additional scripture to that, we can read uh, James chapter 1. James chapter 1 verse, from verse 1, James chapter 1. We're to see there that we should even count it a great thing of privilege when we fall into diverse temptations. Put in another way, when we fall into testings and trials that God permits in our lives, we should count it all joy. Why should we count it all joy? That's what we're going to be talking about today. The actual temptation is not only in the negative, but that something good comes out of temptation when we overcome it. May we always overcome in Jesus' name. Yes, so James chapter 1. Don't read the first few verses there. Verse 1, James, the servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad. Greeting. Verse 2, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have a perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. So James said we should count it all joy when we fall into diverse trials, diverse testings. The reason is that God made something beautiful out of it all. At the end, we comfort like gold. Trials help to refine us. Trials get away the spiritual impurities. Just like in the natural, when you try silver and gold and precious metals in the fire, all the impurities, all the alloys, you know, they burn away, leaving the real thing. That's what happens spiritually. When God sent tests and trial your way, it's not to make you think but to come out more beautiful and more matured in the name of Jesus. So, temptations is general to every Christian. Know that, oh, this brother is very spiritual, so he, he doesn't have temptation. There's nothing like that. Every one of us, we are tempted. We are tempted. But the issue is that when we are tempted, how do we react to the temptation? Do we allow the temptation to overcome us or we overcome the temptation? That is the issue. When we overcome temptation, we come better and more presentable to God. But when we allow temptation to overcome us at any given time, it means we fall into sin. But remember what we talked about last Sunday? Sin shall not have dominion over you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, When some people fall into sin or they commit a crime, some will say, oh, it's the devil that did it. It's very common when people have stolen something and they are caught and now they are facing the, the officers. They say, oh, why did you do this thing? Oh, the devil, the tempter. Is that right? 
not right. God created us as free moral agents. We had the power to say yes to the devil or no to the devil each time he tempts us. Amen? Amen. So when a tempting comes, when an impure thought comes to do something evil, that is real temptation. Like Jesus was tempted, you know, by the devil. We should say no to the devil in the name of Jesus. The Lord has given us grace to say no to the devil and yes to Jesus each time there is temptation. Now, there are different types of trials, to be more specific. Now, where's when we come to the trial aspect? Thank you. There are different types so that we understand what temptation or trial really is. Temptation can be a fairy one, a fairy trial. For example, grief, bereavement. It's a temptation. Because then Satan will be suggested to you, ah, you've lost the loved one. Why are you remaining? Why not just go with the loved one? Why don't take poison and die and just go because you love this place so much? There are some people who are soul tied spiritually in deliverance, the world called soul tied. You're so tied to a particular person, like your soul or your spirit, they are joined together, like David and Jonathan. There are some people who are so tied with friends and close relations. If it happens that any such person they part, oh, plus the whole world is gone and collapsed. In such a case, it's like a fairy trial. And the grace of God is sufficient for such people to overcome. Amen. Amen. Yes. When there is bereavement, when there is delay in childbearing, for example, it's a trial of a kind. If you are a Christian, you paid your dues, you done whatever you're supposed to do, you pray, you fast, you fellowship with the brethren, you depend on God, and yet there is delay. Don't blame God at all time. It's a trial. Amen? Amen? Trust in the Lord. It's not a time to grumble. It's not a time, you know, to be angry with God. But a time to depend on God and have a closer walk with Him. That's how one will overcome such. When you are having delay in getting a good job, delay in getting promotion, trial of a kind. All your colleagues, they are promoted, but you and you alone. And possibly it's a persecution of a kind. And that, of course, is a trial and a temptation. Reproaches. Ridicule, rejection, all these are forms of temptations. When you are reproached, especially on account of your believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, you are a believer, you refuse to succumb, and because of that, people are ridiculing you, they, 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 they somehow maltreat you. That is a sort of temptation. Remember Jesus Christ himself, after he was arrested, he was beaten, and was spat upon. To spit upon somebody, that was the greatest insult ever. Jesus Christ received all that. It was a trial, it was a temptation of a kind. But he overcame. Infirmities, illnesses that are persistent, despite all that you tried and still persisting. Some kind of trial. 
But you see, it's not God's will that you'll be sick. Let me just make that clear. God's will is that you'll be well, you'll be healthy and have divine health. But know that sometimes God permits anything like that. Waiting for an appointed time when your faith, you know, is able to, to receive the healing and then you are delivered. Now another type of temptation or trial, persecutions. Persecution is a necessity for a child of God. Amen? Yes. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 12. Because of short time, we are not going to read so many scriptures. But I will give you time to participate, ask questions, and possibly make contributions. So persecution is a trial. And the Bible says when you are tried, when you are persecuted, what do you do? Matthew chapter 5 verse 10 tells us what to do. Matthew chapter 5 verse 10. Please open to it. When we are tried, when we are persecuted, verse 10 says, Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Yes. Verse 11 Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you, and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad. You see another rejoicing here? In James, we're told to rejoice. Here again, we are told to rejoice. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Amen. So rejoice always, brothers and sisters. No wonder the scriptures say, In all things give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Now I understand better. In all situations, in all circumstances, it looks pleasant. It doesn't look pleasant. You know, give thanks. Have a grateful heart. Depend on God. Say, God, I'm trusting you. I can't do this. I can't fight this battle alone. Help me out. And the Lord will help you right early in Jesus' name. Persecutions, distresses, tribulations. All these are temptations. In John chapter 6, verse 33, we are told, the Lord admonishes that in this world we shall have tribulations. Plural. But be a good chair. I have overcome the world. Do Christians have tribulations? Yes. What should Christians do? Rejoice and put your trust in the Lord. Amen. Because the Lord has given us grace to overcome. Our response to trial should be patience. Patience. Patience comes out when you are able to overcome temptation. You endure suffering for a while and at the end you are made glorious. You know, patience results in godly character. Patience is not a gift of the spirit. Because some people may have that idea. Oh, I can see that sister is very patient. I wish. I'm like, you know, God give me that gift of patience. There's nothing like that. So if you are praying for that kind of gift, you won't get it. You've got to work it out. Amen? Yeah, yeah by overcoming temptation, by enduring trials, temptations, and overcoming them. Amen. Amen. Yes. Now, let's talk about ways to overcome trials and temptations. Ways to overcome. Because they will surely come. 
Even when Jesus Christ was tried, and said, Get behind me, Satan. You know, Satan came back at another time. He did not just end there. So when you, you are tried and you overcome, don't think, oh, that's the end. Praise God. I overcome temptation. I won't have temptation anymore. That's not scripture. Temptation will come again because Satan will use an opportune time again to tempt you. He, 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 he tests people or tests people through friends, through friends. That's how he does it. Because the spirit, Satan is a spirit somehow. He uses people you can see, peers, your, your, your colleagues, your friends, your colleagues in the school, co-students and all that. Using them. Some of them who don't know God, they can be vessels or, 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 or agents that Satan can use. So be very careful so that you don't fall into their trap in Jesus' name. So one of the ways you can overcome temptation is to give thanks to God in every situation. Satan, you can't have victory over me. I must thank my God because victory is guaranteed. Amen? Don't murmur against God. Don't complain against God. Say, God, why did you allow this? To come my way. Don't grumble against God. Rather, depend on God and trust in God. Philippians chapter 2, 13 to 15. You can write that from down. Number two, ways to overcome trials and temptations. Rejoice. Thanking God is an act of the will. But rejoicing is a response of the spirit. Happiness depends on happiness around uh, brother and sister dedicated their being, they are very happy today. More happy than the way yesterday because it's a special day. That's happiness. You're happy because something good has happened to you. But joy is inbuilt. If you have received Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, that joy becomes a personal property that He gives to you. It's one of the legacies God gives to His own children. The peace of God that passes understanding with joy of the Lord. Amen. So rejoice even in time of trials and temptation. Don't carry a, a, a sorrowful mood, a sad countenance. Say, what's happening? Don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? Put your trust in the Lord and the Lord will take care of you. Another way to overcome trial and temptation is to believe and act on the word of God. The word of God that you have known over time. The word of God that you have hidden in your heart. Like what you said last Sunday in Psalm 119, verse 9 and verse 11. Say that, what have I hidden in my heart that I may not sin against thee, O God? So I saw times of trial and temptation learn to remind the devil of the word of God. Amen? Amen. Then also put on the gospel armor. We're talking about overcoming trial and temptation. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 17. We're not going to details. You read that one. Then also, overcoming trial and temptation, you cry to God. You're not happy with the situation, but you're not grumbling against God. I said, like, talk to God about it. Ask God about it, about intervention, that God will turn things around. In Psalm 50, verse 15, the Bible says, Call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee. In the day of trouble, you keep quiet. No, you keep grumbling, hiding secret blame against God. No, speak out to God. Amen? Esther bore this burden, the burden that came to Esther and her people. They carried it to God, and God heard them. David, when he was distressed in 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 6, 1 Samuel 30, verse 6, 
You know, they took away his wives, his properties, and all. What did David do? David encouraged himself and put his trust in the Lord. Amen? When Job was tried, did he give up? No. Even when temptation came through his wife, why not curse God and die? You see, talking God, God in this situation? He said, no, I know that my Redeemer liveth. That's the right attitude. Overcome evil with good. Even when you are being tried and persecuted, the Bible says, overcome evil with good. Matthew chapter 5, verse 44. Amen. It is a short Bible study. At this time, we want people to make contribution and ask questions. How to overcome temptation. You already know what temptation is all about. How do we overcome? Yeah. Please, somebody to help me with a mic. Raise up your hand if you want to ask questions, make a contribution. Anybody? No contribution, no question. Okay, we go on now to round up. Yeah, you have a contribution. Okay, praise the Lord. My friends who are smoking. Okay. And they are trying to lay on me. Smoking. Yeah. Marijuana and stuff like that. How yeah. That's a beautiful question. Yeah, yeah. You see, the Bible says, you, youths, you are in this world, but you are not of this world. God wants you to be different. Your color may not have changed. You are a new creature. Your character should change. In 2 Corinthians 5, 17, the Bible says, if any man, and by extension, if any woman be in Christ, any youth, any boy, any girl be in Christ, is a brand new creature. All things are passed away. All things become new. You should know that you are a new creature. And your mind should be renewed with the word of God. When your mind is renewed, you learn to think like God. So when your friends, evil friends, they are enticing you, what does the Bible say? More specifically, in Proverbs chapter 1 verse 10. Let's read it. Proverbs 1 verse 10. If you see it, you can read it loud. It says, my son, my daughter, if sinners, if friends, if colleagues, co-workers entice you, consent thou not. Do not agree with them. Say no. Remember Daniel was a youth. He stood out the midst of many others and said he was not going to defy himself with the king's faith. A determination. Joseph, he overcame temptation when temptation came glaringly at him. Say, how can I do this wickedly against my God? He saw beyond the physical. He said, how can I do this? How do you use the word of God to overcome? More specifically to use. I want you to invite these two scriptures. Psalm 119, verse 9 and verse 11. Write it down. Internalize it. Any day, any time you are tempted. The word of God that you have hidden in your heart will help you to overcome in Jesus' name. My son, when sin has entitled thee, consent thou not. Is there any other question? We'll round it up now. Yes. Hallelujah.
Amen. That forgiveness will help you a long way. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yes, we will soon round up now. particular. Now, the greatest temptation that comes to youth today, temptation to sexual immorality, and then drugs. What you do, like a brother said, round, uh, you know, just say no when sinners entice thee, consent thou not. Stop watching evil and extracted movies that can seduce your mind, that can pervert your mind. Stop surrounding yourself with people who are not holy, who are not God-fearing. Your best friend should be Christian so that they cannot derail you. May the Lord help us, each and every one of us, to overcome temptation in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless your heart. Praise the Lord. 